Welcome to the Lecture Preparation Podcast. I'm Daniel Raymond. And today, this is the second of a number of extra episodes we're doing on the basics of lecturing and just general public speaking and, and reading for public presentation, proclaiming. And this one is on the subject of pauses. The, one of the first pieces of advice I give to a new lector, first time I might critique them, I would I say, practice the pauses. The pauses are the f- first step. They are the first step in moving from a word-by-word focus on the readings, which is what most lectors start with. They start with a word-by-word. I need to get this word out, I get the next word out, I get the next word out, just like we were taught to read in front of the class in elementary school. And to get away from that way of reading a reading to reading it, not word-by-word, but thought-by-thought, by meaning-by-meaning, from idea-to-idea, the way you talk in real life. If you listen to someone talking not from a script, for example, as I'm talking right now, you'll notice what's important, what's different, what separates it from how your typical lector might sound is the way in which pauses happen. But if you switch from just letting this happen to actually intentionally trying to think about where do I put the pauses into this reading, you need to start with an idea of how do you think about? How do you structure? Uh, What's your mind frame about pauses? Because we don't usually think about pauses. They're they're quiet. They're inobtrusive. They're supposed to be, unless you're deliberately making the big, noteworthy pause. And so I take my cue in thinking about pauses and encouraging people as they try to improve their reading, their public proclamation, to think about pauses the way a musician does. Musicians have rests, which are basically pauses. And musicians think of pauses, then musical notation thinks of pauses, in terms of number of beats. You have a one-beat rest, a two-beat rest, a three-beat rest, a one-and-a-half-beat rest, a four-beat rest. And the same thing does apply to your readings. Your reading has a tempo and a cadence. Basically, one beat is the time of a short one-syllable word. And the it any one-syllable word, the pace at which those one-syllable words come out is one beat, which is an important start because it means that your pauses should follow the tempo of your reading. So, for example, most lecturing is done at a slower-than-normal tempo. If I was doing this podcast and if I'm doing lecturing versus if, say, I'm doing a commercial disclaimer or something else that has to be put a squeeze a lot of words into a brief period of time. I wouldn't abandon the idea of having pauses, but I would be upping the pace, and as part of upping the paces, a one-beat pause becomes a shorter period of time as well, or a two-beat pause, or a three-beat pause becomes a shorter period of time. Music also has half a beat pauses and a quarter of a beat pauses, and these should not be ignored in looking at the pauses in your presentation as well, because those quarter beats and half beat pauses do exactly the same thing to your verbal presentation as those quarter and half beats rests do to a melody. And that is that they introduce syncopation. They give it a little bit of um, danciness, for lack of a better term, um, a little stutter step. 
and that stutter step helps make the, uh, the reading more interesting as well, just like it makes music more interesting when they include it. So there are certain places that you should obviously put a full, pregnant, long pause in between the introduction and the start of the actual reading. So between a uh, reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah and the first words of Isaiah, put in a good four-beat pause. Similarly, the end of the reading, before you say the word of the Lord, should also have a good four-beat pause. Switches from one speaker to another should have at least probably a two-beat pause. There was two-beat pause. And then also when a person switches from uh, speaking as himself to quoting someone else, should also be a good time to put in a two-beat pause. And then the next thing is when there are shifts in ideas. When the congregation has to kind of absorb an idea before you start throwing the next idea out at them. So there are a lot of, um, so for example, uh, the book of Proverbs, which has uh, one couplet that describes one um, lesson, and then the next couplet describes another lesson, and the next couplet decides a third lesson. You want to give the congregation time to, to digest each one of those pauses, you know, those thoughts, those lessons, before you move on to the next one. So again, when you switch from one idea to another idea, a good two or three beat pause is uh, appropriate. In addition, if the frame of reference, if it switches from something that happens here to something that happens a moment later over there, as very common in storytelling type readings, that too should be accompanied by a noticeable two or three beat pause. Eventually, most of these pauses will come naturally to you so that you won't have to uh, make notes or mark them. But when you're doing a copy, a reading for the first time, don't at all feel awkward or amateurish if you actually you know, take a, a printout. Obviously, you don't want to mark the actual lectionary. To take a printout and to actually mark where the pauses are with, with little slashes is what most people use. One slash for each beat where they may want to insert uh, extra pauses. And maybe even a, an, an highlighted comma where they want a half beat or a quarter beat of uh, pause put into a, a, um, uh, into a reading. So it's useful always as you're reading to be looking and thinking first about where the pauses are. A good exercise, if, you, if this still seems a little awkward to you, uh, would be to take a reading uh, just any old reading and from from the Bible or any other book and think about and mark up where you want those beats to go, where you want those pauses to be. Uh, and it will be the start of making a um, very effective change in how your readings come across as authentic and natural and coming from you rather than coming from the page. Thank you for your time. Have a blessed day.